All right, who wants to hear about high-octane adventures and the latest and greatest on the motor scene? It's time to rev it up with John and Jess on Joy 1340. Welcome back to Rev It Up with John and Jess coming at you on Joy 1340 AM and 98.7 FM. All right, well, somebody's got a quarter in Jess today, probably for our guests that are actually going to be here. Because you know why? Check it. Check out the swag. I finally oh, I got... Oh, you said you co- finally found something to cover with the big forehead of yours. No, that would oh, be Oh, man, you. I got it. Yeah, awesome. check out... Well, you got... What's on the back say? Well, you got to read it for the people. I will. I can't... Oh, yeah, well, you got to go like this. You're, you're blocking the microphone. There you go. See? There you go. So you support the Merrill Ice Draggers. So, I do. So you just... You didn't know... You didn't even know about this before. Jess is so excited, she knocked her uh, headpiece out of her microphone here. So hurry up and get that back on. Which is pretty good for me for a minute because then she'll shut up for a minute. So, anyways, I have two great guests here, and now Jess is back. So I'm back. We actually have something I've been wanting to talk about for a long time. I think it's like one of the best known secrets around uh, Wisconsin, really, that nobody knows about. Because what do we do in winter with winter sports, all our hot rods and drag cars? People think they go away. Right. This girl being one of them until recently. But they don't. The uh, one of the things, obviously, since 1965, we have the Merrill Ice Drags that have been great around Wisconsin forever. And one of our great guests is Cindy. How do you spell? Oh, Opichka. Opichka, look at that. You know that because I grew up with some Opichkas. Anyway, welcome, Cindy. Did you? Wow. I did. Wow, what a coincidence. Yeah, and I'm sure they're related because man, really, how many Opichkas are right there? Name. So you and Jess are related? <laughs> oh, that's that. what you got out of that? <laughs> well, I was going right, to say hey, something sister. else, but yeah. <laughs> and of course, talking in the background there is uh, Dave Sarna, the extra producer, producer or director Excuse of the Manawa Snowdio. What? My lips didn't fit for a minute. Leave me alone. If a what? producer that got, is the guy that pays all the bills, then that you got that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you it's got. cool when you get those names and you just start writing checks, eh? <laughs> no, <laughs> because I have to keep looking at that balance sheet. Like, is this one going to clear or not? You yeah. kind of worry about do, that. Do we, do we make it or the or the famous line the checks in the mail? Yeah, right. there you right. are. Yeah. Right, right. Well, welcome guys. Thank you very Thank much you. for yeah, coming. Excited to, to be here. Today. This is uh, this is good. And again, we're talking about um, however one you want to go on first. We actually talked reached out to Dave for the snowdio. Mm-hmm. That's how we got that first. Because I think I was talking to you about events in Wisconsin, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how it's happened. And I said, the Sodio is a great place to go to on Bear Lake, correct? Sure is. It sure is. And then, of course, you work side and side with the Merrill Ice Draggers. Yeah, a couple so. of years ago, one of my guys met Dave, and the rest is history. The rest is history. And now, I, I guess, we're <laughs> partners in crime. <laughs> ah, that always works good. Well, kind of the way it, it all got started is, is um, we kind of brag about our event being the best show on snow, and we oh, really yeah. kind of try to mean what we say. Yeah, and um, so we're always trying to add variety to our race program. Um, we started out 16 years ago, and it was basically just slalom, lake cross racing. We call it. So it's a two mile track, and whatever the surface is, we put barrels out. And like I said, depending upon the length of the race, they'll run some some of the the, the Ironman. We call it. They'll run 10 laps, two miles per lap. So that's a 20 mile race. So it's it's pretty intensive. Um, and it, it was well attended. We had a lot of support. But then opportunities start sort of coming your way. Oh, yeah. uh, so the next thing we knew is that the Lions Club calls in and says, hey, we're thinking about holding a radar run out there on Bear Lake. Could we could we run that at the same time you do your lake cross? I'm like, I'm on a lake. You know, it looks like about the size of Lake Michigan when you're out there. But <laughs> it's, it's big. It looks big. It's large. There. And so then, you know, we said, sure. So they started uh, incorporating radar runs. Well, then one of my 
local guys who was involved with a little kitty cat program for the little kids. And that's really where the future and, and all of what we do, car racing, yeah. snowmobile racing, horse racing, I don't care. It starts with the kids. You get them excited. You get them engaged and hopefully more appreciate and enjoy it than dislike it. And so then we started holding kitty cat races on a smaller oval track. Well, then naturally, my background is actually on, on large half-mile ice oval race tracks with snowmobiles. So then we started reaching out to race associations for that. And then that came my way. And another guy said, hey, Dave, I got a 90 or 100 vintage snowmobiles that friends that I have, and we love to show them. You got a big audience. I got a lot of snowmobiles. How about if we have a vintage show included with your event? I'm like, there's a lake. Take Bring your, it on. Take that's a, that's a, a great show. I love seeing those when you walk out of the resort and you go see those before it gets a track. Yeah. So, I mean, we keep on adding variety. And I sort of had a friend of mine, uh, Paul Anderville, that was a drag, race for, drag racer from WIR. And I knew that he had raced uh, with Merrill many years back. And I thought, you know what? I, I, I got room. And our radar runs by snowmobile, by wheel vehicles, only runs on Saturday. So Sunday, that track start, sat idle. And I thought, you know, I need to go up there and introduce myself to Merrill Ice Drag Racers because I knew of them. I knew of their notoriety. And so I went up there, and we put a program together, and the guys came down and just had an awesome time. It was really cool. And, I mean, when when you come to the Snowdio, the Merrill Ice Draggers race at our place on Sunday – and when they start their engines up, I mean, literally people are running to that racetrack because oh, yeah. they, they want to see those cars. And so oh, yeah. they just add to the atmosphere. And so we just keep on building little networks as well and including people. This year, um, our town is known for the Manawa Rodeo. And so they have a riding club called the Rodeo City Riders. And they're big into barrel racing. And so I got approached <laughs> by one of their guys, said, hey, did you ever think about having snowmobile rodeo barrel racing and i said i don't but i still got some lake left and so we're starting that up this year so i don't know where that's gonna oh, go be fun to but see. it's yeah just a fun event and you yeah. know we got all kinds of crazy ideas for that stuff so i mean we try to make it entertaining kind of non-stop basically for two straight days right and you still do the um i remember when i was up there i, I missed last year but uh, a couple years back i think one of the last years that i really remember is when you had a Somebody come and try to break the world I record on ice. Did exactly. Yeah, I was uh, there for that crash. Yeah. Oh, was, that's yeah. the first year that we were there. Yes. Yes. That's the yes. first year there. That's well. Again, that's the reason why I went there because I heard the ice tray. I'm like, I'm going. <laughs> and then of course, the yeah, I'll let you explain arrow. it. But yeah. The Arctic yeah. Arrow. So the the Arctic crazy arrow, part yes. about that is, I mean, I'm out there working mm-hmm. on getting our tracks plowed, and my phone rings, and I don't recognize the area code. But that couple weeks before the snow day, I get calls from all over the doggone country, and so. <laughs> I thought, all right, I'm going to grab this. And this woman says, well, hi, Dave. This is Janet with the Discovery Channel in L.A. And, you know, we have a race team up in Minnesota and Duluth, and they would like to come to your event and break the world ice speed record of 247 miles an hour. So we'd heard you could build a mile-long ice track. Is that true? And I'm like, all right, who are you and what do you really <laughs> oh, want? Yeah, right. And so, believe it or not, I mean, it was all very mm-hmm. legit. And uh, they continued on with the process. We did bring the, the car out. And as uh, John said, it, it crashed terribly. Uh, fortunately, the car was totally destroyed, but the driver was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we learned is that it was one of a three-part segment, and it is on Discovery Plus, so you listeners that have access to that. 
and it was called um, Homemade Astronauts. So there was three groups of these guys from throughout the country, one Minnesota, one Arizona, one California, and they are all trying to literally take and shoot the neighbor guy into space 75 miles up. I can get on board with that. Oh, wow. Well, you can, too, because they're looking for a pilot. John, do you want to go for a ride? I, I'd do it in a minute. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they have I'll a capsule for two, but they're still... I thought you were going to say... You, know, you looked right at me and you said, I don't think for two, but you were going to say it big enough. I, I, That's I okay. It. I'll strap him and he can go. And yeah. I am not doing it. And so uh, they approached us, and they were working on their propulsion system. So they basically, you know, these are really guys that have a lot of experience with rocket propulsion. And so they said, we're going to lay it on its side first and see how fast it can go across ice. And then we're going to start standing it up and see how far up it'll go. Oh, for sure. And uh, so the show ran last spring. It's a four-part segment, and it's really fascinating. And so when you're there, you're wondering, like, okay, I got introduced to the crew. I set up arrangements for them and where they were going to stay and all that good stuff. And they were extremely low-key. But I noticed their sound and video equipment was, like, super high caliber. So I just go up and say, hey, are you with Discovery by any chance? Oh, yeah, we are, you know. And so they did an awesome job. They had drones in the air. And when you see the segment of this race of that car and the crash— They had it from, like, nine different angles, and it's just spectacular. You did have a lot of – remember that year we were up there, we had a lot of – get a lot of good film coverage on that. How long ago was this? Um, Three, four, four years. No, it would have been three this year. Three this year, yeah. So uh, then Car and Driver picked up the story, and they did a centerfold there and Car and Driver on it. So we got a lot of very good exposure there. And, and okay, everybody that's listening because I get asked this question, and maybe I can help, you know – answer it with to a lot of people in a short order is he yeah, coming definitely. back yeah, yeah he's coming back they're working on a new total new design this thing started out as a top fuel dragster is what it started with and they basically put skis on it and put a rocket engine in the back and they kind of learned that that wasn't just a suitable design for ice racing so the new model is completely different but it's already in fabrication and they are expecting that if not the next year uh, for sure, in two years they're going to be back, but they do want to come back and they do want to break the record on Bear Lake. So that's that's very cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, something neat. You need to get an email for yourself that somebody that of that magnitude would come up and do it. Well, you know, and we, our town is a little town, except Sodio will get about six, 7,000 people out there. But, you know, I, I keep on envisioning because I used to be the mayor of, like, welcome to Manawa, home of the world ice speed record. And so yeah. I've already got the sign in my <laughs> Oh, you got to. Oh, I just got yeah. to nail it on there. Yeah. It on there. Yeah, that's what it's all about. I mean, to get your name on there. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's a great event. And, uh, we, I mean, we can't be up there again this year. And. Beautiful. You also have the other thing. You also have. Uh, they still get the lawnmower races. Don't you do a little? Uh, track we on? we I have one we I, at one time or another, and and you know I have these groups that contact me, and and last week I got contacted by the Hoover vacuum cleaner racers. They want to race against the Kirby vacuum cleaners, and I said, hey, you get me ten guys out there to race vacuum cleaners. I mean that's how bizarre it gets. Oh yeah. So I've had mini bikes, lawnmowers, go karts. You name it, they just come out of the wood and they just say, hey, Dave, I, we hear you got this race. Can we get a part of your ice to come out and race? And I'm yeah. trying to get the Amish Buggy Racer Association out there because I could just see them. It would be like the one and or two horsepower class, but I'm lining them dudes up and we're going to go at it out oh, there. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I'm going to have to start racking my brain for ideas. another category we can add to it. Oh, that'd be great. I mean, you can put anything with a motor. I'm going to start thinking. 
But yeah. it's it's a lot yeah, of fun, yeah, and, and uh, again, I mean, people just see what we do, and they get excited, and they, you know, they they are involved with some form of racing, and I'm like, hey, you get me 10, 12 guys, and we're gonna race it. So. And this year it goes. I mean, obviously you got February 18th and 19th. So. Yes, sir. And after the shows are all done, is there a band or something at, at night or something? Like that? Um, we have we do have a DJ on for Saturday night. Okay. And so um, we are not night racing this year, which we have. Raced on Friday night, Saturday night, sometimes either, sometimes both. Yeah. But we're kind of kind of shy away from that. It just gets to be a long day for the workers and the spectators. <laughs> people, we know of all that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people are getting cold and they're getting cranky. And It's hard enough in the summer when we, like when we do Motor Mania from sun up to sundown, let alone being on the ice all day long. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we are really going to try to culminate it at about dusk. And yeah. so I've been working with a, a gentleman out of uh, Schaumburg, Illinois, to perhaps bring up a, a jet funny car to do a little afterburner show. And right now I'm working on uh, some of the um, flamethrower guys that uh, go up to the Simcoe weekend. A lot of you folks yeah, you are never about that probably familiar with John that. Spence and what he yep. does there. So we're getting those guys in. And so we're going to have a pyro and fireworks show right at the end of the day. So that would be on Saturday evening. Um, okay. And Sunday, you know, a lot of the people got a lot of travel ahead of them. So on Sunday, we want to try to wrap up by 3-4 and get their trophies to them and get them down the road. Yeah. I appreciate you bringing up the flames because I was going to ask about it. If you didn't, I've been waiting to talk oh, about it. Oh, good, go. good. <laughs> if you got any of you guys out there got a flamethrower car that you want to bring to Manoa, you give me a call, and I'm sure my number and contact information will be on the website here. So Yeah, I know. Uh, reach I'll, out. I'll let Jess pitch in here, but uh, I know, like, Mike Johnson and all those guys, they go up to uh, – um, to John Spencer show up at Simcoe. Yes, so, yes, yes. Well, well I was, go for I was just going to just remind everybody before we perhaps move on to the, the ice drags is that, again, it's the Manawa Snowdio. Um, takes place on Bear Lake in Manawa, Wisconsin, and that's February 18th through 19th, weather permitting. Now, what happens if it's too too warm? Then what? Can't hear you. Okay, <laughs> moving along. There's that. There's that. Meryl Ice Drake. <laughs> one of, well, one all right, Dave, John, no. <laughs> you know, one of the big things I want to, well, all my guys always ask me, or all the racers, how do they, they just sign up on the website if they want to get involved in a race? Uh, there they, is some pre-registration for various races. So, again, thanks, Jess, for all that info. So it's manawasnodio.org or Manawa Facebook, and you go on there and you will see all of the various tabs for the different events that we hold, the rules, the classes, all of that nature. A lot of questions can be answered there. The the, uh, races that you can pre-register for are available there, but we take registration a day of as well. Okay. Great information. So so if there's guys that go through, like obviously we've got a lot of friends in the city. we got obviously Northern Milwaukee, uh, King of Street Racing down here. You know, we've got a lot of them that come up from from Monovina showed you our 300 foot street drags, but they're asking me about it if they don't know if they got to work because some of these guys, the construction guys, they plow on salt all the sure, way along. So sure, can sure. I get the car up there? So if they show up the day of the race for like the, yes, sir. the ice drags, so we'll get to you. Absolutely. If they can drag or they when you do your uh, circle track racing and all stuff yeah. too. They can do it, so. so just to help you out, and I was just thinking about that this morning because yeah, I mean I look out the window every day and. The year that the Arctic Arrow was there, we actually took it up to Eagle River to the World Championship Derby Complex, and their vintage races are this weekend. The Derby World Championship race is next weekend. I'm going to be up there working for four days and help those guys because they help us. 
Anyways, um, we took the Arctic Arrow up there to display and just kind of just try to get some exposure. And I remember that particular winter. This was three winters back, folks, and to probably remind people of that winter, extremely warm. A lot of the winter events were canceled in January. I remember the St. Germain um, radar runs that they hold, which was a really big event. Ice wasn't safe, super warm, slushy, et cetera. And, you know, you just keep driving on. And I remember thinking, you know what, dear God, please, you know, let this thing turn cold. And it did. And I remember like the week or two before, it was zero or below for like nine nights in a row. And when we started carving out this mile-long track, which we do with an ice shaver. Yeah. And I remember my buddy was out there with his big dually crew cab and the shaver behind him. I'm like, I think it should be safe out there, Gary. You know? <laughs> and so I gave the life preserver. But, I mean, it was the same kind of winter. And that last couple of weeks got bitter. And we had awesome racing and very good ice. And your ice is better. And Cindy will share this as well. Um, you know, if you get rid of all that slush, all that snow on top, get rid of that, get it back to just virgin water, because that will make your best ice, and it freezes thicker that way as well. So you're almost better off sometimes to get rid of that snow, get rid of the slush, start from scratch, and hope for good weather. Well, that's good. And Cindy, we got to bring it up to you now. Was uh, Give us the history, 1965. Yeah, ice this will be our 58th season running. Wow. So, yeah, 1965, and it started literally that simple. It was just a bunch of dudes that didn't want to put their cars away. Yeah. Um, one of the guys had a little pond on his property, and he would go tear around with his car, and they were like, why don't we just do that something with to the rest this. of us, you know? Yeah. So they took some plow trucks, plowed some lanes, had a flag on one end, a flag on the other end. Ta-da! It was born. So yeah. that as simple as it can be. And the um, even a couple of years back, I mean, I've been watching you guys do this for years, and been up there a couple times a couple of cars over the years and um but we actually had roadkill at my shop and did an episode of, of them at our at our shop and we actually saw an episode where um we didn't get to make it up there but finnegan actually went up there with the old community yeah tony up. and finnegan made yep. it they actually made I, I guess this is one of the only times that they made it and got to run and got a trophy yeah that's the only time and like the and only I, place <laughs> yeah we get to talk with Finnegan because after he did our show when he bought that truck from us we talked to him a lot but that, he said that was one of his favorite episodes ever. He goes, he couldn't even believe it. Yep. And again, him, which we want to go, is expose you more. And as Jess and I just told, we told you, nobody even really, still, people in Merrill don't even know about this. And thing. the only reason they knew was because Freiberger did an article on us in CarCraft in 93, 94, it something like that. It was way back when they did it, yep. and all of a sudden it came through. And he said, he always said, I'm coming back. He said he's so coming back. That yeah. was when Roadkill got us. And when Roadkill came up by us uh, for that, they were even talking about it when they did their show. They shot the show at our place because they flew in on a Sunday, and it was like 50-something degrees. And when they drove that truck out, uh, the little Econoline, the He Hate Me truck, they were they came in from California to drinking Coronas in our shop. <laughs> the next morning when they left with the film crew, it was 30 degrees. And they came in, they're all shivering. He's like, where's the nearest Walmart? They had to go buy all car herds and all yep. that. I'm like, you guys, are, we're still in our sweatshirts, right? Because we're used sure, to Sure, sure. But yeah. But I this... drove that car about 50 feet off the bay onto the shore for the wrecker to come get it. Yeah. And I can't even, I wouldn't have driven that across town. I mean, it's a straight race car, metal dash, flip switches, like <laughs> shell. It's a shell. Nothing but a nitrous the, bottle from, and an engine. And they, drove, and they drove from Chicago. From Chicago. Oh, to prove the point. Yep. Yeah. It's great. So, in a snowstorm. <laughs> in a snowstorm. And. So you've got, I mean, uh, your ice drag system here is, I mean, it's great. I mean, you've got, it, it starts actually uh, January 21st, is Test and Tune? Yeah, so Test and Tune, so the way we schedule, we schedule six weeks because of weather. We yep. got to get four in. If we get six, fantastic. Um, six gets to be a long season, let me tell you. But Test and Tune is my favorite day because we get to knock all the cobwebs off and get all the stuff set up. And, yeah. you know, it's our test day as much as the racers. Sure. So. 
Um, hopefully that can happen. Right now we, we'll be out there Saturday setting our fence. Our poles are up. Our track is laid out. So we're going to hang our fence this weekend, tomorrow. And we, have a, we had a base of about 12 inches, really decent ice. Yeah. And then we have different classifications for the top ice. Okay. There's different versions of... I'll say the word icky. That's not the word we use. I can get on board with that, though. <laughs> I get it. But we actually had a big discussion on what that meant. And, you know, we can describe bad ice in several different ways. It's kind of exciting. <laughs> but it was a lot of standing water and breaking through on the top and okay. just general yucky conditions for on top. But the base is good. Okay. Um, and within a matter of five hours, the stuff we were breaking through was frozen again mm -hmm. so yeah. you know you, you can't call it out until literally the night before we've had years we've been called on rain in january okay. like we car, race cars don't have wipers <laughs> yeah not really so you know running over four inches of water talk about hydroplaning and setting world speed records um so if it's if it gets wet and yucky like there's you have to change you have to cancel but since, right now we're looking at the 21st would be our first potential since weather is such a determining factor can people call in to a certain number, or is it updated on your Facebook page? It's going like to be on our website, so okay. on MerrillIceDrags.com and on our Facebook page. We do understand that people are coming from a long ways. Um, we just got to wait. You know, we try to hold off as long as possible, uh, but do it the night before. I mean, if we know something really crazy is coming, we'll call it early. Mm -hmm. But usually it's if we don't hear from us, we're probably going to be there. So people, so, people just need to check. Yep, just keep website. checking. The website will be updated. Yeah. And Along with with the with the ice tracks, um, a lot of my guys that uh, do street racing, of course, in Milwaukee, they always had a million questions. So, are the rules and regs and everything on there? And do you have a safety check? Like, is it got to go through? Uh, yep, we have a tech, tech line. You yep. have a tech line. You yep, do. and our okay. rule book is posted on our website, okay. so on uh, MerrillIceTracks.com, and all the rules are on there. Um, there's class rules. We have a lot of brackets because that got a lot easier for teching purposes and things oh, yeah. over the years. <laughs> so, there's been much discussion about bracket racing to like classes, and it's just easiest. So we do have a tech line. Um, you register that day. Okay. You, you can call ahead. We have um, kind of a cool little feature, an RSVP on our website right now. Oh, it's, cool. it's strictly just to give us an idea and, you know, maybe kind of watch for people. Sure. But you register on that day. You just show up on the ice and run through the tech. You come through the pit gate. We send you to the pits. You get your car off. You go through tech line and decide what class you're going to run. And when you have that on there now, um, how long have you been involved with it for? I just did the math the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, 15 years is what I, I think I've been. Um, okay. I came in and that's as an officer in the club. So I didn't even remember that in 93, I actually raced once. Right out really? when I was in high school. Remember? I didn't even remember it until I was, I was gifted a box of stuff. So I worked for a parts store in town, Motor Service and Supply, and we had a Merrill store. And the Merrill guys were ice draggers. So every week when I'd go up there, that's all I heard about, especially in the winter. Okay. So, and then uh, my boyfriend at the time, his dad was from Merrill and raced. I mean, everybody just did it. It's just something you did. So I was actually out there that year and raced a 69 White Nova. And I forgot all about it till I was given a box from same guy to hear your president now. And I looked through and I went, oh, my God, my name's on that list. That is, that's <laughs> funny. So, cool. so that it must have really been really neat. exciting because I'm sure I know it was a one and done. And I probably did like 30 miles an hour and called it a day. But <laughs> I didn't remember it. But <laughs> now I have a track record. So we've come a long way. <laughs> oh, really? Look at that. You know, if I could throw this out real quick. You guys that are listening to this, if you've never seen these cars before, Make a point of making the trip. I mean, these things are absolutely awesome. Come to Merrill. Come to Manawa to watch these guys. And I was kind of really new to it. 
And I was thinking, all right, I got a drag race car. You know, I'd like to maybe get set up like this. And I'm looking yeah. at their rear tires. And I'm like, boy, it looks like that's pretty labor intensive. Looks like you got a lot of screws in those tires. That's one of and, the next things. That and I thought, yeah. um, you know, it looks like there's a few hundred in there. And somebody said to me, no, Dave, there are 4,000 per tire. That's why I was going to cut you. Not 100, John. Not And I'm like, you are joking me. And I mean, I'm telling you what, my buddy's telling me, Sarna, just watch this. These guys are going to do wheelies. And I'm like, right, sure. On glare ice. Oh, yeah, they yeah. do, and they will. It is something to see, guys. Well, and another little funny, too, when we first came the first year at the Snowdio, this one comes running up to me and says, oh, my gosh, you said you were going to come and blow the doors off, and you did. Our One of our guys, <laughs> yeah. our first pass, his oh, passenger yeah. door flew off. Yeah, oh, really? I'm 40 <laughs> feet in the air. I'm like, wow, these guys mean business. What I, what I think I want to do is, if it's okay with my, my, uh, my AK boss in the studio there, can you hear me? What I want to do is we'll wrap this up for a radio show here, okay. but I want to stay on the mics here and keep us recording for for to put this on social because I got so many more questions and I don't want to stop recording. Okay. So is that okay with you? All right. So when we finish off, Jess will air it out because we got about a minute and a half left of our show here. Okay. You will finish this off here, but I want to after that we'll kind of do the extended version, and keep talking. Got it. Because you know? yeah. I like I get I get okay. more questions. Is that okay with you? Shush. Yes. Oh, shut up. Due to the time factor, I got two important questions. All right. Go ahead. Spectating free for both events? For mine, it is. You can pay to get in the pits as well, but there is a free spectator area. Okay. Uh, admission is 12 and older uh, is $20. And if you're under that, it's free. And anybody with a valid military ID or retiree ID, you get in free. Awesome. And that is great. The most important question is there food trucks there? Oh, gosh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> They'll be free. John! That is, Otherwise, bring yeah. yourself a grill and you can tailgate by me. Ow! You just got to pay at the yeah, snow deal. Even better. <laughs> and they've got, uh, of course, and they're at Bear Lake Resort up there. Right, they've correct. They've got the full bar grill everything up there. Yes, sir. Which is a beautiful resort up there. Okay. Yeah. Best BLT yeah. at the Bear Lake Resort. Oh, yeah. It's hmm. it's great. And, uh, of course, they've got the resorts here, and then you walk down the ice, and they got the food trucks right on the ice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, so, we, so try to, we try to help everybody that we can. Oh yeah, nice. Well, Wisconsin, you know, you keep them on. There you are right. A winter wait. A winter wait. You know, you can sit at home and complain about winter, or you can go out and have fun with Absolutely. it. Absolutely, that's yeah. what you got to do, man. Well, thank so you again, both. We'll, oh, go ahead. We're gonna, Take we're gonna, it. We're gonna sign off here. Um, everybody, thanks for tuning in with John. Rev it up with John and Jess here on Joy thirteen forty AM and ninety eight point seven FM. Um, and we, you know, keep listening to this. We're gonna sign off on here. Say thanks everybody for coming on the show today. And thank if you, you. want to tune into Absolutely. our uh, on our media. Um, we're going to keep extending this. We're going to do a little extended version of this one here so you can All see right. it. So. Cool. See you guys next week. Thanks. Right. Appreciate it, folks. Right. Thank you.